0: Welcome to episode number 56 of the Road to Cinema podcast, featuring editor Claudia Costello of the new film in the Rocky franchise, Creed, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. The film tells the story of Adonis Creed, the long-lost son of Apollo Creed, Rocky's former opponent. Adonis travels to Philadelphia to enlist the help of Rocky Balboa, the boxing legend played by Sylvester Stallone. Adonis tries to form a new path for himself outside of the shadow of his father, Apollo Creed, while Rocky tries to wrestle with his past. Editor Claudia Casello shares her process for collaborating with fellow co-editor Michael P. Shaver, along with director Ryan Coogler. Claudia also shares with us some important lessons learned from her time at film school at USC as well as a detailed analysis of the editing for Creed as well as Ryan Coogler's debut feature film, Fruitvale Station. The screenplay for Creed was written by Ryan Coogler along with screenwriter Aaron Covington. And you can watch our six-part Road to Cinema YouTube series with screenwriter Aaron Covington on the Jog Road Productions YouTube channel along with jogroadproductions.com. For more information on the Road to Cinema podcast, to read the Road to Cinema blog, and to watch our Road to Cinema YouTube series, please visit jogroadproductions.com. And don't forget, you still have a chance to win a free download of the Final Draft screenwriting software by doing all of the above. Follow us on Twitter, at Jog Road. Follow us on Instagram, at Jog Road Productions. Like us on Facebook, Jog Road Productions. Subscribe to our Jog Road Productions YouTube channel. And write us a nice review on the iTunes podcast page under the Road to Cinema podcast. Do all of the above and you'll have a chance to win a free download of the Final Draft screenwriting software brought to you by Road to Cinema and our friends at Final Draft. And now we join editor Claudia Costello as she shares her process for editing the new film Creed, which is now playing in theaters, starring Michael B. Jordan and Sylvester Stallone. So I was curious for you, um, you know, your early education in filmmaking and in editing, what were some uh, vital lessons that you picked up along the way that still stick with you today when you're working on a film, uh, especially Creed in particular? Um,
1: One thing that I learned um, while I was at USC was that you should always look for your voice, your own voice, you know, and that's one thing that I've always tried. And by listening to that advice was just like um, um, forming that kind of uh, thought that you always have to be yourself, you know, And, and there's always ways. Like if you think you're working in a very commercial movie and you cannot put your voice on it, I don't believe that. I think uh, if you have any kind of creative role um, on a movie, there, there are ways of of telling your a, a little bit of the story too, at least a little bit. <laughs> uh,
0: was your original goal uh, to work in film editing?
1: My original goal was to do documentaries. I was, um, I finished school in, in journalism in Brazil. Uh, my bachelor was in journalism. And then when I came to, to the US, I, I had a, a period that I was uh, a little bit lost. I didn't really know uh, where to go because as a journalist, I had to know the language pretty well. And I wasn't at that stage at the moment. I was um, first here. So I thought, what else could I do? You know, so I started working at a production company for commercials because I always wanted to be around movie making. You know, close, close to the possibility of 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 doing a documentary somehow. And then there I started uh, editing, but it was very simple things. I had to to put together reels really for the director of the production company to tell their work. And I started using Final Cut there. And then and, and then I realized, wow, this thing is really um, interesting. I would like to learn more about this. So a friend of mine had a, a, a short film that she was producing. Uh, she's now the organizer of the Brazilian Hollywood Festival. And then at the time I said, well, I can edit for you. But I, I had no clue of, of what I was doing at that time. And then my luck was that she had a very nice director. Uh, he's now working in Brazil. His name is um, um, Alan Fittenman. He's he's also Brazilian. And uh, it was it was really hard to work on that short because I had no clue what I was doing. But by the time we were done, I I had learned a lot. The director was very patient, and we got along very well. And at the end, he got me a scholarship at New York Film Academy. So that was the beginning, you know, of me getting a shot at editing. Uh, and more, I I went through the r- routes. I I realized that. that's, that was what I wanted to do. It, it happened that way. I didn't really knew that before beforehand. It was as I went, I, I found out that I really liked
0: it. Uh, for you, was it really important for you to understand um, all of the different editing softwares, Final Cut, Avid, Adobe, or do you sort of like to specialize in one in particular? Or?
1: Uh, I use a few. I use Final Cut. I use mostly Avid nowadays. Um adult premiere as well I think it ha- it helps um especially in the beginning that I did a lot of uh indie projects and I did some work in um advertisement, but I did um small jobs and then by by knowing different systems, it helped me um, to be able to do those jobs because sometimes you know, they were using one specific um, material or system and I had to adapt to that. And sometimes different cameras, you know, so I had to figure out what was the the system that best suited um, the way that the project was produced. Um, how many cameras, I mean, what kind of cameras, mixing or not mixing, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, it, it did help me to know. Um, Even though nowadays I'm pretty much stuck because because it's better for me uh, with Avid, which is the one that I can troubleshoot and and know the whole uh, workflow with with different cameras better, you know, so for me I'm more comfortable nowadays uh, with Avid.
0: Uh, so I was curious for you, um, because I noticed on IMDb that you had collaborated with Ryan Kugler going back to some of his short films. Um, how did that collaboration begin? And um, I also noticed, too, you had worked with an editor, um, Michael Shaver, who uh-huh. worked on some of those films as well. So if you could kind of take us through that collaboration and uh, how you guys kind of work together.
1: Yes, um, our relationship goes way back to USC when we were all students there. We were taking the uh, MFI in some production. And it uh, was a class, 546, um, where you, everybody has to apply for their rules. You know, the, the writer has to uh, show and pitch for the story. Um, then they have the producers being chosen, and then the directors, then, and the editors, and what, so, and so far. So I went to this class and they presented several movies, several films from the the directors to kind of showcase them. And I was um, already, my mind was made to to do a documentary. So they had three documentaries and three fiction films. I saw the three documentaries, they were great. Um, The the work from the directors were great and the the ideas were good. But when I saw Ryan's, scene, you know, like he presented a, a scene as a, as, as a showcase of, of his work. And then when I saw that, I, I, I was like, this, this director is really good. <laughs> That's the one I want to work with. So I went and applied for, for that class and he chose me. And then, um, afterwards he chose, um, uh, uh, Michael and working with both of them was, you know, just we got along very well, and I think what we bring to the table uh is kind of each one has their own personalities, and in the end you know the jo- the join of all those three personalities uh comes through our work in know in a nice way you know i think it worked <laughs> and and from then uh we did uh, i did uh michael Pshawer's we we edited that to, that
0: together also. and then was Ryan again on Fruitvale Station and now on, on Creed. Yeah, um, I I loved uh, Fruitvale Station and it's such a powerful film and um you know it's something where the performances really shine. Um, so I was wondering for you working on that film and uh you know seeing those wonderful performances coming in from Melanie Diaz and Michael B Jordan. Um, you know, for you as an editor, how do you try to sculpt the scene based on performance versus, uh, you know, anything else like action?
1: I always look for performance. It's so funny because sometimes um, I'm editing a scene and I'm so concentrated on performance that I realize that I'm jumping, jumping the 180 back and forth. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> you know, I have to go back and then find for the, the technical... Uh, aesthetic things uh, afterwards because I'm so so focused. Like firstly in in how the actors are telling the story, you know that sometimes I forget a little bit about the the technical. But then I go back and and, and I, I make sure that okay, both uh, storytelling and, and and acting and, and telling through the technicalities are, are really working here. So, but yes, um on that particular movie uh michael it, it, he uh, he gave us a lot of you know a, a a large range of performance, which is great, so we could really shape the story in the best way we we had available I, I think um there was a point where we we thought that he was coming across as. A guy that was too nice for his role, and then we looked for, you know, every single take throughout the movie that would show that that Mike, he he was also, you know, he was a regular boy that did some wrong things. So we made sure that we showed this this side of him also, that, you know, he wasn't just that nice guy that was um, something that happened to him. We made sure to, to make him three-dimensional and, you know, show, show that, he, yeah, he did some, some bad things, too,
0: you know. Yeah, one of my uh, favorite scenes in the film is the one with Michael and Octavia Spencer, who plays his mother, in uh, that prison visitation room. And oh, yeah. uh, the chemistry between the two of them is, is phenomenal. It's just uh, such a wonderful scene. It's
1: amazing. And I remember uh, Ryan... You uh, would like to have shot that scene with two cameras, we shall he shot with one, but in one of the takes they were the the chemistry went like a hundred percent, you know uh, um, connection between them and and it was so beautiful, but we didn't have the other side, <laughs> so it was uh, crafting it the, the best way we could also uh, to keep you know can sort of the, that one take um, that we found out was the best one, and I think uh, it came across in a good way. I think people felt what we what, what they they put um, out that day, you know on their acting, which was amazing. Yeah, Pavia is is great, and, and Mike is great. Like, ex- he he a lot of experience and he gives us a lot to work
0: with. I'm curious for you, um, you know, both in Fruitvale Station and in Creed, uh, sound design seems very important. Um, When you're cutting a scene, are you also thinking about how sound can enhance it in a way?
1: Yes, yes. I always have that in the back of my mind, like how is this going to play? Is this going to be a score or are we going to have practical music here, you know? And we have, um, we're very lucky to work with um, our composer, um, uh, Ludwig. And, and he's, he's very, very talented. Uh, in Fruitvale Station, we didn't use a lot of score. It was very minimal, but he did an excellent job on that. The same thing on which was the first film we worked together. Uh, he, the, the, our composer comes way from, you know, when we did Seagull, so he was also from the USC. Uh, so we were very comfortable with, with uh, telling him what we need, and, and we worked together from the beginning of the movie <coughs> to the end, and he worked really hard um, to get, uh, adopting, you know, and, and the fight scene also was, I thought it was a marvelous work that he did, you know, on hitting all the moments and bringing up, uh, the motion of the, the fight to the best level he could, um,
0: to me, he's, he's a, a genius, <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, the score in Creed is uh, amazing. It really, uh, you know, because the, the Bill Conti Rocky theme is so ingrained in everybody's minds, but uh, I think Ludwig created something that um, is also like very memorable and very emotionally powerful, yes,
1: yes. So, I last time I saw the uh, the movie, was already. On the premiere of, of Creed, and I hadn't seen before with the full score on, um, because when we were done, I didn't go through mixing and all that. I I went back to Brazil for three months, and I came back. But um, it was mind blowing when I heard this score. It was like, oh my god! It brought the 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 fight to a, a different level, you know with the fight, and then what I heard, you know, with, with the new score, it was like, oh, he nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy to hear with um, Ludwig's
0: work in there. Uh, yeah, I was wondering, when you started uh, working on Creed and you started seeing some of the footage come in, uh, were there any uh, ideas that Ryan had that he conveyed to you as far as how he saw some of the scenes being cut together or were you sort of initially putting together your own interpretation at first?
1: Initially, I think we, we did, uh, do the way we were feeling, you know, and, and Ryan has that trust on us and I think he does actually want to hear what, you know, how we feel about everything. Uh, so yeah, the first, the first cut was mostly, uh, in our hands and, we did cut it pretty fast um, because we wanted to show Ryan um, most of the possibilities we had, and and from there, you know, we started narrowing down everything. But yeah, it, 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 it's great to have the, the freedom of putting things together. There was one or two situations that he needed to see a different cut or or a couple possibilities for, for one scene, you know, so we did work also specifically in, in, in some scenes for him to see how it was working and, and sometimes to show a producer or something. You
0: when, uh, when you're reading a, a script, um, you know, especially since you've worked with Ryan so much, um, do you ever suggest coverage or how you think a, a scene should be shot? so you kind of know how you wanted to put it together later on
1: uh, we, we did in a few scenes and also because we, we were brought in uh, when production started and we had to jump in on you know being up to picture they would shoot one day and when we would edit and try to to get it back like as soon as, as possible always being one day ahead uh, one one day Behind production, you know, like to so he knew everything that we had and how it was working. So we don't didn't have a lot of time to plan ahead. But every time we saw that we were missing these or that coverage, uh, we did bring that up. Uh, when the scenes that we had to do special effects, we we, we did most of the planning ahead. Um, like which which angles you're gonna you're gonna use. How the special effects are gonna take place here and there. So yeah, on those more complicated scenes, we we did uh, have some conversation beforehand. Um, You know, and 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 did talk to uh, shot possibilities and whatnot.
0: Were there any scenes um, that you felt were very challenging to put together in Creed?
1: To me, the montages were. The most complicated, because because there are so many ways, um, and finding the real meaning on them was the most challenging thing. Uh, Finding the arc of of each montage was, to me, the most challenging. Um, And then the way we did, we tried um, to tell a story, you know, show have some rhythm, show passage of time, of course, and, and. Telling a story, not just passage of time, you know, not just uh, a music video kind of thing. We we're always trying to to tell a story, like within within that passage of time. And I think uh, we went back and forth on those on those montages many many times until the end. Uh, and of course, the fight scene, uh, the, the the main fight scene, was very challenging. Since we had a lot of special effects, that was the scene that we had to turn into first. So we had to, you know, work on the last scene uh, as soon as we got to the to the editing room, basically, um, because they also shot that first. So and, and we ended up coming back to, to that several times too. You know, because there were so many shots, like the corner conversation and a montage in the middle of the fight, um, and we had seven rounds. We cut cut them around here, add one around there, so it was a lot of trying things out and find the best um, story and, and flow of the fight and, and rhythm. Yeah,
0: when um, when you're looking at a scene uh, like that final boxing sequence where you have. Uh, you know, so many perspectives of people looking at what's happening and you're inside the ring, you're outside of it, you're, you know, there's Rocky, there's Adonis, there's uh, Tessa Thompson's character, Bianca. How do you sort of um, instinctually know where to cut to? Is that very difficult to, to figure out in a sense?
1: To me, um, that's not too difficult because I always put myself on the shoes of each character. That's that's the way I, I go with with Edison. So I just put myself in that situation and think, well, where should I be looking at now? Like, what's important to see now? You know, uh, he 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 took that whole that that huge shot that he went down and, and that was a counting before he, he got up. The 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 central shot. Shot, shot, shot with a phantom and it was very slow motion and we intercut it there with moments previous moments of his life that we saw in the movie so that scene that 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 shot um, you knew what was going through his head on that moment like what would you think you think thinking a whole lot so that's why we put the shots of uh, what happened previous to his life, his most important moments, you know, like difficult moments and, and good moments. Uh, and then the, the, the last shot that made him wake up was, was a shot of Apollo Creed. And it's, it's it, it makes me chill when, when I see it on the movie and I see that the people get so involved. And people even cheer on that time, you know, for him, get up, get up, get up. Uh, so it's it's a matter of putting yourself in the character's shoes, you know. I think that's the best way I can tell you, um, like how how we figure out what's the best thing to see on, on certain moments.
0: Yeah, no. I when I saw the film in a theater, there was such an emotional connection between the audience and the film. Uh, you know, people were applauding for Rocky when he came on at the beginning, and uh, you know, as you said, that fight, people were cheering. So it's just, you know, it's incredible when, you know, a movie can engage an audience that emotionally where they're actually, you know, basically like talking to the movie in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's pretty amazing. I saw, you know, the premiere, of course, you have family and friends, people that, that want the, the movie to succeed. And the audience was so um, involved and, and I never had seen an audience like that. So to me, it was, was it. A very nice
0: experience, this one. Yeah, my, uh, I love that uh, the the montage as we were talking about before, where um, I believe it's where Adonis is training, and then Rocky is sick, and Adonis is taking care of him, and it's cross cutting, and then you have uh, the music score on top of that. it's just it, it's very very effective. Yeah,
1: thank you, thank you. Yeah, like I said, those those montages were were, were a lot of fine tuning, a lot of trying. <laughs> until we found, the, you know, where we were most comfortable with uh, the flow of it.
0: Uh, were you ever looking back at older Rocky films for inspiration, or were you sort of thinking more that, you know, this has to kind of stand on its own as its own entity, as its own movie?
1: No, we did. We did look at, uh, to other montages and and try to see, like, um, how it was from the beginning to end, and and try to find some inspiration on on, on the older Rocky montages. We did we did do that also. Uh,
0: is there a a moment or a particular scene in the film that you feel the most proud of, looking back on it?
1: <sighs> you know, every time I see the fight scene, I get chills. I'm like, I can't believe we did all you know all these cuts and and uh, everything has a meaning and has emotion and and works. Um, And it has a lot of energy, it's like, it's so intense. So I think I'm most proud of working on that scene. Of course, I I love all the characters, you know, I think um, working with Stallone was amazing and, and, and seeing how well he was performing you know, like, I was so happy on the editing room. It's like, oh, my God, I'm so happy that he gave us um, so much, you know. Like, I felt really lucky, and I feel like um, it was one of the times that I've seen him acting the best, you know. Like, he was so vulnerable, and and being on that role where he's an older guy, you know, a guy that has been uh, such a... An icon for uh, being fit and, and and good looking, and then at a the sense and it, at a sudden you see him portraying, you know, himself as an older guy. And if you talk to him personally, he's not even that old. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he looks like a, a a thirty year old guy because of his energy. Like you say, he has so much energy, and, and it feels like you you're around a young person. But he did. You know, put himself as an old guy there, and and I think that for him was having been a hard, you know, from from where he came from.
0: Yeah, I was wondering. Um, you know, Stallone was also a producer on the film. Um, was he? Did he give any interesting notes in the editing process that uh, helped you guys along the way? He
1: did. He did. Uh, Stallone. He was there, like in the end of of editing a lot. And it was great. Um, his inputs were were very, very, very good. He's, he's very experienced. Like he's been writing for a long, long time. So um, most of his notes were spot on. <laughs> um, so I liked working with him on the editing room because of that, and also the times that we've we've found that we. We could go in a different direction. He was also open to to listen and 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 to figure out like, does this make sense? Does this not make sense? So he he was very easy to work with, in my opinion. Um, I appreciated having him there and and hearing his advices about you know everything, even if about score. You know, because first Rocky the they did so well, so uh, he had this formula in his head and whatever he could pass to us, um, to this movie, he did. And and he also understood that um, we had a different, you know, a more, more, more modern language on this movie, but we also kept a lot of the, the classical um, information that he had used on, on his previous movies.